Welcome to another episode of Seeking Wisdom. I'm your host, Glenn Marsden, and today I'm going to be exploring the transformative power of surrender and how God's guidance plays a pivotal role in our lives. I wanted to touch upon something, a compelling topic that I really like talking about because it's from that personal experience of making social impact and the profound ways in which God works through us in this process. As I often like to preface these episodes, it ain't here to preach. It's here to talk about personal experience. You may resonate with it through what you're going through on your journey at the moment. But as I often say, everyone's on an individual journey. I can share from my perspective If you take something and it resonates, go sit in silence, go speak to God yourself and ask for confirmation in terms of what you're going through at the moment. It's something that I've learned along my way. I'm still learning. And you're going to understand through the process of me speaking through these podcast episodes that I don't know everything. And I'm seeking as I'm going along as well, which is why I named the podcast Seeking Wisdom. So when it comes to social impact, everybody knows what I'm doing in terms of Imperfectly Perfect campaign. So that is the topic that I'm basing it off because that's been my experience. So in a quest to make a difference in the world, like I'm trying to do, we often encounter challenges that test our resolve and commitment. It's through these experiences that God shapes us, molding our character and strengthening our faith. As we surrender to his will, he breaks us down, not to defeat us, but to rebuild us into the people he needs us to be. And boy, ain't that the truth. Mentally, physically, spiritually, emotionally, I've been broken down. We all know that when we are brought into our society, we're indoctrinated into certain beliefs, certain ways, all of it. If you're not brought up around faith or thinking outside the box, left of field, whatever it is, I wasn't. So I conformed, like a lot of people. When you suddenly are brought towards faith or faith comes to you, as it was in my experience, your eyes are suddenly opened. You delve deeper past superficial layers of conversations with people. You go deep and you realize that people of faith, people of spiritual nature are drawn to you, are brought to you. Energy is different. Everything starts changing. That's the good aspect of it. But anyone that tells you that it's all butterflies and light and feathers and everything like that, I'd say run because it ain't. You're also being broken down to the point of surrender. And when you do think you're surrendered, me and my friends often talk about it. When you ultimately go through something, you're like, I think I've surrendered now. And then you're broken down even more because it's literally a way that I've experienced that God wants to bring you to a way that he can lead you and guide you, that you don't have to rely on your own understanding. Now, that may sound quite strange to people who are not on this journey yet. And that's why I always say Just start walking, just start opening your mind, experiencing it and see how it goes for you. But I'm going to draw it to, as I say, my personal experience along our journey, we encounter opponents and experiences that may seem harsh or even detrimental. Now, when it comes to faith and you are hearing people of spiritual nature talking about when you get there, it's energetic frequencies and, oh, you can rise your vibration and it's all great and it's all this, that and the other. I would literally say that's further from the truth. It's when you're at that kind of level and you're going through and you're opening your mind, that is an experience in itself. I agree. And I'm not saying it's right or wrong. Some people have profound experiences like that. If you are going deep and God's really, really working on you, which I found that he did on me to break me down from all conformed notions of what I thought was right and what was wrong. Wow. (laughs) We go through experiences where we feel used, manipulated, gaslit, but along that journey, and now I can look back on a lot of those experiences and recognize that the challenge is not meant to break us. They're actually meant to make us resilient and stronger. 
God uses them as catalysts for our personal growth and transformation. Because if I didn't acquire going through those experiences, I don't think I'd be sat here today, the person that I am with confidence, with resilience, understanding my purpose a lot more. And it's often, and I spoke about it in one of the other episodes about, are you ready yet? So God will place those dreams on our heart, in our minds. How do we think we're going to actually like get towards them if we don't build the character and all the skill set to actually reach them? We're all seeing from the flesh, the external, what we see in society about people on socials, posting, going 12-week program, you can be successful, you can make this money in this time. But yeah, what if you learn to make something in 12 weeks and you didn't know how to keep it or make it sustainable? When people are talking about this premise, it's emotional buying a lot of the times that people go into it. I don't conform to that because I do think in a way, and I don't make judgment, but the actual premise of that kind of marketing is it's very emotional and manipulative because people who are seeking or wanting something are easily led. And I think that is the part that I've never resonated with the coaching world because it's quite easy to say the right things and people seeking, but then there's people who haven't achieved what they're saying they can achieve behind the scenes. So as I say, I'm not here to pass judgment, leave that to God. What I'm here to say is why I disassociate from coaching world because of my experiences and seeing these things and they stand out to me. And this is one part of that journey where God breaks you down, your eyes and your ears are open to so much more that you gain the discernment to see a lot. But as I say, he uses them as catalysts for our personal growth and transformation. So they're not entirely bad. The experiences we go through, although sometimes can feel absolutely rubbish, they're meant for our good. So when I talk about scriptures that come out, as I often say as well, I go to Google when I talk about topics and they come up, the personal experiences I've been through. And one that I was drawn to today was James 1, 2 to 4. We're encouraged to embrace these trials. As it says, consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so that it may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. These adversities refine our character and equip us to face the world with courage and unwavering faith. It's vital to understand that the aspirations God places in our hearts are not unattainable fantasies. They're divinely inspired visions designed to propel us forward on our journey. However, God needs to prepare us for these aspirations through lessons, tests, and the cultivation of patience. Now, anybody that knows patience, oh boy. Patience in terms of God's, because he doesn't work on our timing, I've learned, can not just be months, it can be years till you're refined. Like I'm coming up to five years with the Imperfectly Perfect campaign. And yes, from an external, I have achieved so much, but sometimes it feels like I've achieved nothing internally. I can be so self-critical and people can go, Glenn, have you seen what God's done in life? Have you seen this, this and this? But when you're in the moment, boy, you can challenge yourself. And it's hard. And that's coming through patience. The longer you can learn patience, the better the blessings will become. And that that's obviously, it's each person's journey because patience requires a lot. And that's why a lot of people actually quit. Now, when I was also looking into that and there was James, there was also Proverbs 3, 5 to 6. We find guidance on how to navigate this path of social impact with confidence and humility, which you often hear me talk about. It states, trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. 
In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make straight your paths. This scripture invites us to surrender our self-reliance, embracing the wisdom and guidance that flow freely from God. It encourages us to walk with humility, acknowledging that our achievements are the result of his grace and guidance. As we strive to make a positive impact on the world with whatever's been placed on our heart, like for me, Imperfectly Perfect campaign, let us remember that God works through us, even in the face of adversity. He breaks us down not to defeat us, but to build us up as a resilient agents of change. He equips us with the necessary skills, patience and wisdom to fulfill the aspirations he's placed within our hearts. With confidence grounded in God's guidance and humility as our guiding principle, we can navigate the journey of social impact and make a meaningful difference in the life of others. So bring other people along. As I often say, the experiences, you gain resilience. You gain a lesson learned. You gain strength and you gain wisdom. What can wisdom do? It can propel you forward. It can help other people along your journey. So I often speak about bringing along people with my journey. The more you're bringing people along and you're sharing wisdom, that's, that's wisdom that's coming from God and that's freely given. So why aren't you freely giving the wisdom that you're learning from your experiences? This isn't business. I understand when people need to make a living. I mean, I do. People now are pouring into Imperfectly Perfect campaign and God's taught me a lot of lessons in terms of business realm and disassociating it from helping people. There's the philanthropist side, humanitarian side, then there's a business side. And a lot of people often confuse them. And when you are led by the heart, you're an empath or you're compassionate, you tend to go overboard in emptying your cup, which I did many times until God showed me the way that I was doing it wrong, to the point where you're supposed to fill your cup. Don't let, let, don't let everybody look over you, through you or around you to get what they want in life. Because if that's for business, then they can pour into you. But everything else you're doing that's been placed on your heart, you're going to be shown. The more you work on this journey, the more you surrender and the more you're broken down, you're going to see and gain the discernment who's right and who's wrong for you. But that's a short episode today because I just want to give some encouragement. As I often say, it ain't here to tell you what to do or what's right or what's wrong. Think about how it feels for yourself. And remember, surrendering to God's will and guidance opens up a world of transformative possibilities. So join me next time on Seeking Wisdom as I delve further into the power of this topic, surrender. Until then, be encouraged.